We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Me, 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 me. This is our note. It's right here. Your note is right here. How was that? That was beautiful. Uh, (laughs) I don't don't know what that was. We just did that. Impromptu. That was not scripted. What if we had scripted that? What if we were like, okay, so when we start, I'd say I'm going to do it like I'm a choir teacher, like setting it (laughs) out. And then you were like, and I'm going to do some vocal warm-ups in the background. You know, like, yeah, Like we wrote that on a script. What if we scripted a goddamn thing? I mean, maybe we'd be successful. (laughs) Welcome to Hot Drinks. Welcome. A a podcast about podcasting. A podcast that is going to help Brother Coffee get a Tesla. (laughs) I don't want a Tesla. Can you imagine driving a Tesla? I mean, there was a time. Oh, but can oh. you imagine driving around and being like, "I'm a big simp for Elon Musk"? Oh, oh yeah. No, now, no. now we can't. No, we can't never. do it anymore. No. Okay, then what? What do you want? I just want my credit card deck on. Oh, That's oh, my whole personality. Remember? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, hi, I'm so, Latter Day Twain, and I am Brother Jack Coffee. Yeah. A name that I got in an app called Whisper, <laughs> where I would say sexy things. <laughs> it was, was one of my first gay outings into this the gay internet after you and Tisha split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't do anything like that during your marriage. No, just hooked up porn. Right. That but, was the only rule breaking you did. Quote unquote yeah, rule breaking. Like literally. Yeah. Didn't ever drink, didn't know, <clears throat> never tried drugs, not you know, didn't Oh, I masturbated too. <laughs> okay. But not till much, much later in the Oh life. I we yeah, we, we all know. know. We've talked we about know. That. If there's stories we don't need to tell again, it's about how I never masturbated. <laughs> it's about how I believe in tipping. And it's about, what's a story you always tell? Um, well, there's like a dozen of them. Okay. It's Any story about Louisiana. If you guys are still here since the beginning, wow. <laughs> so this is a podcast about podcasting. Um, that- how, how to monetize it. How to, <laughs> the best microphones to use. Some um, editing software. How to self-market. How to self-market. How to deliver on promises. Yeah. To how, to your create patrons. Your, how to create a Pinterest board dedicated to your podcast. To your podcast. We should make a Pinterest board for our podcast. You guys, if this is the first time you've ever listened to us, we're bullshitting you. We don't know what the fuck this podcast is, but we do talk about being ex-Mormon a lot. It's, it's, uh, it's been a lot of things. So, we talked about a lot of things. How are you? Uh, okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really good. Okay. I have been... So I leave for San Francisco. Right. In four weeks. Right. Where you were going to graduate school. Yes. And I still have this thing programmed into my head from being a child. Uh Uh-huh. That when I think of San Francisco, I think, Rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat. San Franciscans don't appreciate that. Because you know what? I... San Franciscans don't appreciate that. No, don't call it Frisco. Yeah, uh, no, don't do that. No. I'm not going to do it, I promise. Don't sing Rice-a-Roni to the gonna San I'm not going to be like SF. Yeah. I'm in the SF. Yeah, don't. I don't even think anybody says <laughs> don't that. Don't do that either. But Rice-a-Roni sucks. I mean, here's here's the thing. It's just sort of, have you ever thought about how it's like Middle Eastern rice? Like, no. you know how you worked at that Middle Eastern restaurant? Yeah. That I also worked at? Uh-huh. The rice they served had 
broken vermicelli in it. Yeah, and that's yeah. what rice is. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know what it's called in Middle Eastern cuisine, but I think that's what rice aroni was. Like, first, you melt the butter, and then you brown the vermicelli. You brown the... Yep. And then you put ever, everything else, and then you yeah. just put water over it and cover it. I bet it slaps. Right? Have you not had rice aroni? Not recently. I mean, I mean me neither. No, but, but like, it was I like had it as good, a kid. cheap food, yeah. Does it still exist? Oh, yeah. God, I want to buy a box. The San Francisco tree. And then you hear the trolley. Ding, ding. Sometimes you eat those foods from your childhood, like Hamburger Helper, and they're fucking great. Yeah. Sometimes you eat those foods from your childhood, uh, like what we called melted cheese, which was melted cheese on a plate. It's not that that good. It's fine. (laughs) It's what we called melted cheese that was its official that was the name that was its that official name in our family growing up like you'd be like oh you making some melted cheese because <laughs> someone would just have like have the little like tea plate stop what's it. the smaller plate that like a teacup goes on it'd be like that a size saucer. yeah like oh a saucer that's what it's called yeah. oh my god i hate being old um and you just put a couple slices of cheese on there melt it maybe you got it a little crispy around the edge maybe you didn't it was kind of up to you did you like a little crispy <laughs> edge did you want a soft cheese? And then you'd eat it with a fork. And then, oh, with a fork, and not with your fingers? It. No, eat it with a fork. Oh, anyway, that's boring. So that doesn't hold up as well, but Hamburger Helper slaps. <laughs> that shit's good. So I was raised on Hamburger Helper, tuna helper. Oh, yeah, that's weird. We always had the tuna tetrazzini. Here's the thing. I fucking love tuna. Okay. I fuck with tuna. <laughs> but for some reason, tuna helper kind of grosses me I out. I think somebody needs to help me reinvent tuna. And I don't mean like a fresh ahi tuna steak. No. I mean like just canned Don't you ever tuna. make like a tuna melt? Classic. Tuna salad sandwich? From time to time. Classic. But time to time. But you have to open the can. Well, here's some, thing, here's some things to, to do. It. Let me give you a couple tips. Okay. Number one, yeah. don't buy tuna packed in water. Oh. oh. Because what do you do when you, what do you do after you drain the tuna? What's the next step if you're you making? add mayo. You add a bunch of fat. Yeah. So just buy the tuna that's already packed in oil. Yeah, You'll probably yeah. need a little bit less mayo. Okay. Because you like drain this tuna of water and then you add a bunch of fat to get it fatty again. Yeah, just yeah. Just buy the stuff that's already soaking in Right, fat. right. Um, and then, yeah, I like to throw in like a little chopped cucumber, a little chopped pickle, maybe some capers if I'm feeling saucy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. eat it on some bread. Great. Melt some cheese on top. Call it a tuna melt. Yeah. It's call delicious. it and call it that. Call it a tuna melt. I ah, made that up. Uh-uh. What are you drinking? So um, you got paid today. So you <laughs> said, what can I bring? Yes. <laughs> and I said, why don't you bring the booze? And you um, made us a Hugo Spritz. Which is the drink of the summer the for 2023. Of, who, like who said that? Well, um delish.com better homes and gardens oh, all okay. said that it's been on tiktok so oh because you're not on tiktok uh, I, I, I mean i have it i haven't seen it on tiktok oh okay you'll in like in like september it'll be on reels and they'll be like the drink of the summer 2023 <laughs> okay. and it'll be like october 18th um so tell us what's in a hugo spritz by the way sister twain's eating chips and dip chips and queso yeah which is uh you know part of the charm it's of this part podcast. of the charm um so, a Hugo Spritz, the drink of the summer for 2023, is St. Germain or an elderflower liqueur. Yeah, we don't buy the St. Germain because we're poor. Right. We're not right. rich people. I bought the elderflower. Which I think is just as good. It's just as good. Yeah. Um, uh, champagne or Prosecco or right. any kind of sparkling wine. Right. Uh, a little club soda. Stir that with ice. Add some club soda just to top it off. 
and then put a nice thick slice of cucumber down the side with a, a, a celery stalk down the side. And I got organic celery. Celery. Oh, you did? I did. Thank you. That's well, because, why my cat wants to eat it. Because celery is just like, it's just like a nature's straw. Like right. just a straws. Right. And so. Did you know you can peel celery? What? That, you can peel celery and then all those strings are gone. I, I, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. That really gives me the heebie-jeebies. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't want to get some celery that had been soaking up pesticides and shit. Fair. So like, a, like sucking it up like a straw. Yeah. And so that's it. And that's it. But we, second round for tonight, we had just a teensy bit of Little Temple gin. of the Moon gin. Yeah, Temple of the Moon by Water Pocket, local, Which local we have distillery. Not, we haven't talked about Water Pocket in a long time. I they know. used to be a regular feature. And we thought, we're going we're gonna to make a video of us we're gonna doing do a, a tour. tour. No, we're not going to do any of that shit. Really? We really aren't. No. We really aren't. After five years, we're coming to terms with like what we're... Also, you're leaving. I know. Remember? So I would like to remind everyone of something you said on the podcast... Oh, no. Two months ago. Oh, okay. Like two episodes ago, probably. Right. You said, you know what I should do? I should just like have a bonfire up in the mountains and just real casual, whoever can come. And do you remember what I said to you? Plan it now. I said, schedule it right now. Pick a date right now. Because right. I said, the next thing you know, it's going to be August... Yeah. And it's going to be too late. And guess what? And guess where we are? August, August. 4th of <laughs> 2023. Oh, shit. What day is your going away party? We can talk about this offline. Okay. August 17th. You said that um, oh, you oh. have the kids that week. I so do have the kids. I suddenly thought I had a work thing, but it's on a different week. Okay. Oh, okay. Great. All right. So, um, so yeah, you're just getting ready to move. I'm getting ready to move. And I've started the work of packing, which means that the house is a goddamn mess because I'm not doing the regular, like upkeep of the house while i'm packing well and also i think it it's worth saying you're not moving to another house you're not moving across town or to another state yeah where you'll be in a house so you can be like ah oh, just throw all the shit in boxes and we'll right. sort it out there right like you are moving to california where you will be living in a very very tiny apartment very tiny and i'm flying out there i'm not like yeah driving so you're not shit out yeah so you're not bringing furniture at all right yeah yeah and i i am like bare bones in it so so I'm packing up stuff that I really haven't looked at in years and years and years um, because that's what I do. And, yeah. and all the moves that I've done since being a single mom is you do just throw stuff in a box and get to the next place. No, I was when you said you were packing up like personal stuff, I was thinking about that because I have boxes in my garage that are not things that I would want to throw away. But they're like high school yearbooks <laughs> right. or, you know, baby things from when the kids were babies or yeah. just whatever, like just stuff that you want to keep. But like if I was moving, like if I was moving to Europe or something, I wouldn't bring that stuff with me. But yep. it's like you got to figure out like what to do with what it. What to do with it and, and what's worth keeping and, and all that shit. So yeah. great. Oh, God. I don't want to do any of this stuff. No, I don't blame you. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, do we want to do bagels and horrors? Yeah, let's do some bagels and horrors. All right. I have a horror which, to which I'm offering a bagel. Oh. So should I start? Go ahead. Okay. So um, I have ADHD. <laughs> Uh, basically everyone in my family has ADHD of some kind or another. Mm -hmm. So we all take some kind of stimulant, Adderall, Vyvanse, Ritalin. what have you. Right. Um, I don't think any of us are on Ritalin. Anyway, nah. if you have any experience right now with stimulant drugs, they are impossible to come by. Oh. Because I don't understand all the ins and outs of it, but basically they're considered a controlled substance. Mm -hmm. So they only... The USDA only allows these manufacturing companies to manufacture a certain amount. Uh -huh. 
Um, and then there, and then as the person taking the stimulant, there are tons of, there is a ton of like loopholes. Like you can't, your doctor can't call in a prescription of three refills. There are no refills on these. Your doctor has to call in every prescription. Yeah. You, um, like you can't, you, you know, there it's very controlled, like when you can pick up. So it's like not only, so like as you're running out, you've got to get in touch with your doctor have them call in a new refill. That refill can't be filled until a certain date has oh, passed. God. But at which normally is like a big enough pain in the butt. But what's happening now is like these are so hard to get because of all these regulations and controls that like when it's finally time to refill it, they don't have any of it. Mm. And it's not like you can just transfer the prescription to another pharmacy because again, it's this controlled substance. Oh my God. Your doctor would have to call another pharmacy and you don't even, and a lot of times if you call the pharmacy and say, do you have this medication? Sometimes they will tell you, but sometimes they will only tell you if you actively have that prescription in their system. Mm-hmm. And it is such a fucking nightmare. Oh my God. So currently like, the things my children are taking are being filled by like four different pharmacies. Mm-hmm. So I'm, we're trying to keep track of all that. Mm-hmm. And it's just because like, you know, kid A needed something and then, and we couldn't get it at Walgreens. So we ended up getting it at Costco. Oh. And then kid B needed something and CVS had it. So that one's being filled at CVS, you know? So they're all over the place. Yeah. And so in my little ADHD brain that can't focus with the help of Tisha, my lovely ex-wife, mm-hmm. we're trying to keep track of all the shit Call in the re- how many and, and that's the other thing is our kids live between two houses so it's like how many of this pill do you have okay I've got three okay you have enough to get through this oh. week then I've got like trying to time all of this yes and it's a fucking nightmare of course and here's the dumb thing about it like mm-hmm. you know when when big pharma was like had printing presses that were making oxycotton so that they could just prescribe it and hand it out to everyone. Like candy. And people were making billions of dollars right. and lives were being completely ruined. Ruined. Um the FDA had didn't have anything to say about that. Mm-hmm. But Adderall because it's technically a stimulant, it's like speed, you know, like is this highly controlled substance. And I don't know, I don't know enough about drugs to know what would happen if you like took like 10 Adderall. Like, I'm sure there would be detrimental effects. Mm -hmm. Like, I do think you should need a prescription and whatever. But like, it's so tightly controlled. And also, I guess there's been a big uptick, uptick in people who are using it. But I think a lot of that was brought on by the pandemic, brought on by, you know, we live in a day and age where it's super easy to meet with an online doctor or you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and get a prescription called in where that wasn't as easy before so I'm sure there are people that are getting prescriptions who don't really need it but really they just need to make this drug like more accessible yeah because literally some of my children and myself like I cannot function without it right I can muddle through for a little bit but if I don't have it like it feels like the gears in my brain are just slipping right you know right Yes. Anyway, so here's the bagel to go with that. Okay, for. okay, okay. It's a million dollar idea that I'm giving away for free. <gasps> oh. But if if you take this idea and you make a million dollars, just pay off my credit cards. That's all <laughs> I want. Someone needs to start a service, like an app, mm-hmm. that costs, let's say, $4.99 a month. Something very manageable. Right. Then what that app does, it manages this drug for you. It gets the prescriptions called in. It sends you a message that says, hey, I set up a doctor on demand call on the 13th at 1 p.m. so you can talk with the doctor so they can call in your refill so we'll have it ready by the 28th when your prescription runs out. Like, this app handles all of it. You give them five bucks a month and this app 
you know, reminds you when your prescription needs to be called in, it will call in the, you know, it will forward the prescription for you, whatever. Someone Mm -hmm. else, some tech person figure out all the back end. Right. I would pay five bucks a month for that. And I kind of mentioned this joking at work because we were talking about this. And there, (laughs) this girl that I work with made this really funny TikTok that I was laughing at for 20 minutes. And it was just about her trying to take her Adderall. And it's like she would be like holding the Adderall and then she would like pick up a bottle of lotion and be like, do you put this on your face? And that is really what it's like. Uh, Like my Adderall is in the drawer next to my bed. Yeah. And I will wake up in the morning, forget to take it, go in the bathroom, start getting ready, be like, oh my God, I got to go grab my Adderall. And then I'll, and then I'll be like, putting, you know, like vitamin C on my face. And, you know, and then I'm in my bedroom sitting next to the drawer where the Adderall is putting my <laughs> shoes on. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, I haven't taken my Adderall. I got to grab my Adderall. And then I'm like pulling into the McDonald's drive through and I'm like, fuck, did I take my Adderall? Oh my so anyway, God. I was telling her how funny your TikTok was. And then I was, re- I was like, someone needs to make this app. There were like six people in the room that were like, I would pay for that. Right. A hundred percent. Fuck yeah. Just someone to manage it and just say to me like, hey, your prescription's running out on the 23rd. Yeah. Or, like, what happens with mine a lot, because I take two pills a day, but sometimes, like, I take them at two different times of day. Sometimes if I, you know, sleep in and I work later, I might only take one. Or if it's my day off, I don't always take it. So I usually have extra pills. But if but if there was someone that could say, hey, you filled this on the 28th last month. It is now the 28th of this month. Yeah. I know you still have pills, mm-hmm. but we're going to call in that refill right now. Yeah. So you have it by the time you run out of pills. Yes, Five bucks a month. Yeah. Eight bucks a month, maybe. Seven ninety nine. I don't know. Yeah. Pay for a year for a hundred dollars up front. I worth don't know. It. Worth it. Anyway, someone should make that app and make a million dollars. I love that you presented us with an abject horror. And then a bagel. And then a bagel on the back end. Yeah. You know what I've been eating a lot this week? What? Bagels. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well Do my, you have any bagels or horrors? My first bagel is I don't think we've recorded since then. Since this. The Barbie movie? No. Ah! Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. So, for months prior to the Barbie movie coming out, your mantra was, do straight people understand how important this movie is to me? I just want to say, like, how good it feels to be vindicated. Because the the first time I saw promo photos of the Barbie movie, I'm like... This movie will change lives. <laughs> and I had a, it reminds me, so I used to have a group of friends. This was a long time ago, before like cell phones or anything. And we had like an email group where we would email each other. Oh my and God. And we would sometimes do like predictions or like, or whatever. And I just remember one year, my friend predicting that uh, Planet of the Apes, when they did that remake with Wal- Mark Wahlberg, would be like the best movie of the year. It was not the best movie of the year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I remember that, but I think about it. And I, but I just think like, I was so fucking right about the Barbie movie. Yeah, yeah, you are. And I don't think straight people knew how important it was to me. No, <laughs> it, it's 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 nuance, it's messaging, it's hilarious, and the way that it 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 delivered those things was was just almost perfect. Yeah, I we went together. Uh huh. It was delightful. And and we went on opening night. Yeah. Everyone was dressed in pink. Everyone was dressed in pink. And I was greeting people in the lobby and saying, hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> ah! 
Um, and it was so great because it felt like an event. It was like groups of girls. Yes. Groups of girls and gays and theys. Yes. You could always see the straight guy that was in the group that his girlfriend made him wear the pink t-shirt. Yeah. You know? But like, it was like, it wasn't just like random people. It was like big groups, like meeting outside the yes. theater and taking selfies uh-huh. and like in their pink dresses and with their Love that tops. shit. Oh my God. Love that so shit. Magical. And then there was this one kid there. We were... We were in line for concessions, or we were buttering our popcorn. I don't remember which one. And you came up to me, and you go, and you go, "There's this guy here, dressed in like a suit with a vest and a bow tie oh. and a chapeau. And is he dressed for Barbie?" I know. I said, <laughs> "I think he's dressed for Oppenheimer." I think he was like the lone, the lone incel that was in his Oppenheimer a costume. Vest, slacks, Oxfords, yeah, a like bow tie. A <laughs> He was fully cosplaying for Oppenheimer, and the rest of us were like, hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie, wearing just pink, whatever pink we had. Um, Anyway, uh, if you haven't seen it. Full on bagel. uh, It's a full bagel. I mean, it is, you know, when, when you first hear there's going to be a Barbie movie. Right. And then you find out it's going to, you're first, at first you're like, uh... What what are we going to do with that? And of course, my thought was, this was going to change lives. <laughs> you hear that Margot Robbie's going to be Barbie, right? Ryan Gosling's going to be the, right. the 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 stereotypical Ken. Yes. And Greta Gerwig. Jesus Christ, Greta Gerwig is directing. I want to be friends with Greta Gerwig. Uh, she would love us. I think she would love us. Do you think she'd be on the pod? No. No, I don't either. No, I think she's too classy. Yeah. This not this piece of shit. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, it delivered the messages that I really, 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 my heart was hoping for. Here's what I want to say about the Barbie movie, because since then I have heard a little bit of criticism that the messaging was like perhaps a little too simplistic or was a little too on the nose. Mm -hmm. And to that, I say, yeah, much like our, our dear friend, C. Jane, our Lord and Savior, C. Jane Christ said, Mm -hmm. like, the messaging is very simple. And you, as someone who's like a progressive feminist forward thinker, hear that message and you think, yeah, we were talking about this four years ago. Yeah. But was my mom talking about that four years ago? She was not. No. You know? Right. Like, was um, your uncle... Well, he's not going to go see the Barbie movie. But you know what I mean? Right, right. Like, this is a message that, like, yes, some of us were talking about these ideas about feminism a long time ago, but it's not something you see articulated very often in mainstream media. Right. Even if it is kind of basic and simple, like that's how Absolutely. that's how bad and backwards we are about this stuff. Yeah. And so, yes, it was a very simple message delivered very directly. Not a lot of nuance there. Mm-hmm. But I will say this too, and this is something I didn't think about until, because you and me and CJ have had a lot of discussions about this, and this is something I didn't think about until after she brought this up, it is a really interesting movie to watch if you have left a high-demand religion. Bingo. Which we know a lot of you have. Yes. Because a lot of the story is about what you thought your creator wanted for you and what you find out your creator actually wants for you and how you get out of the Garden of Mm -hmm. Eden and Mm -hmm. how you... You know, There's no Garden Eden reference in the movie, just FYI. But well, Barbie Land's kind of the Garden Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. nothing about it is overt, but it is very much a story about, like, fulfilling the measure of your creation and finding out that the measure of your creation is not what you've been told your creator said it was. Yeah. Anyway, fucking brilliant. Oh, it was brilliant. And for those who say, you know, uh, 
I didn't appreciate the messaging. Fuck you. Then bye. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> you know, I, I texted uh, you and, and CJ the other day because I had a guy in my, in my brewery when I was bartending who was like, uh, I, I was explaining like how my transgender son was bullied in school. And he goes, well, I was bullied in school. Yeah. And I said, what do I say to that? And you go, nothing. 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 Do not en- d- it's engage. It's not worth it. Yeah. You said, and then you said, my one of my favorite things you've ever said, die in ignorance, Google is free. Yeah. I just don't want to teach people. Yeah. I do want to yell at them, but I don't want to teach them. Right. Um, exactly. I'm done. I'm yeah. done teaching. I'm done doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. Um, and we say that as cis white privileged people. Sure. We're done doing the heavy lifting about the things we've had to do heavy <laughs> lifting about. And I can't imagine the frustration of people who have to do so much more heavy lifting about such bigger right. topics and issues. Right, but, yeah. right, right. Um, you know, when it comes to my trans son, though. Yeah, that's legit. It's hard. I, I get so emotional. Yeah. Uh, and and I do feel responsibility. Yeah. To, to do some heavy lifting. But anyway, uh, real quick. What a I, great bagel. I, I can't believe it's been that long. I, I have a bagel with a schmear of horror. Okay. I saw Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. You said you didn't want to see it. No. And I was like, but it's a moment. It's a cultural moment. No, I don't care. And I saw it, and a third of the way through... No, no, no. Five minutes in, I was like, I don't think Josh should... <laughs> Brother Coffee should see this. Um, you said before... You said, why would I want to go see a movie of just a bunch of white men talking? And I was like, it's a cultural moment. Let's yeah. go see it. Guess what? It was a bunch of white men talking. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, uh, but I can see, uh, 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 here's what I want to say about Christopher Nolan movies. I, I appreciate and see very clearly his genius, but the soundtrack is always louder than the dialogue <laughs> and I'm fucking over it. This is such a grandma complaint, but I agree with you. But it's like, he's kind of it's known. It's just his movies only. He's, but he's kind of known for the sound in his movies. Like that's a very important element to him. Yeah. You know, like, the sound in Interstellar is very yeah. essential and whatever. Uh-huh. But, like, yeah, if you're in a theater and the sound's too loud and you can't, and I can't hear, hear the, the dialogue. dialogue. I know. You're like, can you turn on the closed captioning? What the fuck? Um, yeah, That's here's the thing. I, movie. I, I am just, I'm a simple man when it comes to movies. I don't want to see movies that are important or that are difficult. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I kind of mean that in a funny way, but, like, Whenever the Oscar nominees come out and they're like, here's a movie about a woman who has a baby, had all her skin peeled off, and then she grew up as a monster. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch Barbie Land. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch some Avengers. Right. I want to watch a raunchy comedy with Jennifer Lawrence where she comes out of the ocean and punches someone in the throat. (laughs) Here's another thing I want to say about Barbie. Yeah. And then maybe we should take a break. Yeah. For us. Um, All the... Perfect casting. I'm always wary of quote unquote perfect casting. Right. For example, Margot Robbie as Barbie. Right. Um, uh, uh, what's her name? Who played the the weird Barbie? Oh, Kate McKinnon. Kate, Kate McKinnon. Because sometimes I feel like they'll just dial it in and it won't be interesting. Yeah. Not the case here. Greta doesn't allow that. No. <laughs> Greta. Greta is not interested. It in that. was perfection. Every casting choice. Even the Will Ferrell casting choice was perfect. I don't always like Will Ferrell. Yeah. Sometimes, like, he's a little too, like, 
wacky for Ridiculous. me. And it just, I don't, I think it like isn't funny. Yeah. I was cackling at him in this everything, movie. Everything, everything. Um, I would like to say two more things about the Barbie movie. Okay. Number one, you've seen Greta Gerwig's Little Women, right? I did not. Oh my because gosh. Because I hate, I hate Little Women. I'm going to. You need. You should watch it. You know, I never say that. <laughs> I know, but it's delightful. Okay, it's lovely and wonderful. That was number I, one. I thing hate about the, the story of little women. That's a lot. fine. Okay, but it's delightful. Uh, yeah. Okay. Number two. Sometimes things are just important, and you should see important movies like <laughs> Little Women. Number two. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen Barbie, but there is a move a moment in Barbie where Ken sings. Um, the Matchbox 20 song, Alive? Yeah, is that what uh, it's called? Um, Alone? What's, uh, I, don't I don't know. know what it's called. Anyway, the funniest thing to me on earth, it's the one that goes, I want to put you around, and, and I, I will, and, and I, I will. will. I want to put you down, and I will. The funniest thing to me, I've seen many TikToks <laughs> about this. What? Gen Z did not know that was a real song. Oh! Gen Z thought that was a song written for the Barbie movie. Oh! To be funny in that moment. Oh my god! And Gen Z is like, wait, this is a real song? This was a song that people listened to? And those of us that are old... About 20 years ago. We knew exactly what that song was. There's also a moment where they sing Inigo Girls. Uh Uh-huh. Which... Is also brilliant. But anyway. I thought you were going to start crying. There, oh my gosh. I almost died. Yeah. But there, like the day after the Barbie movie premiered, I also saw a TikTok where Matchbox 20 was performing somewhere. I didn't know that was a thing they still did. I know. But I guess they do. Uh-huh. And they got to that. They were going to play that song. And they said, this song's dedicated to Ryan Gosling. Gosling. And, then they, yeah. and then they sang it. Anyway, Gen Z didn't know. They didn't know. That's fucking hilarious. All right. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do a top five. It's based on a TikTok trend that I had to sp- explain to you. <laughs> because I watch reels. You watch reels. This will hit reels in December. It's called Beige Flags. <laughs> so what it will be is it people will post. It's usually a video of their boyfriend. It's usually boyfriends. Yeah. Underneath it is playing some soft Sunday jazz that's just like... And then there are words on the screen where they describe their boyfriend's beige flags. Uh So, And a beige flag would be something that is like not really a red flag, but kind of a weird thing that their boyfriend does. Like the one that I laughed the most at today was a girl said that her boyfriend will intentionally keep old underwear that has holes in it so that at some point he can just rip it from his body, leaving only the waistband around his waist and he calls it the grand reveal. And she's like, I never know when it's coming. That's, <laughs> that's his a great, beige flag. That's a beige yeah. flag. Um, or one girl, like her boyfriend, will get up when the waitress gets to the table and help the waitress hand out food. I feel like the waitress hates that. So these are beige flags. They're like not necessarily problematic. They could be. Yeah. They're a little bit weird. Yeah. They're a little bit of like, oh, okay, that's a thing you do. Anyway, we're each going to do our top five beige flags. Let's do it. And then um, it'll be really funny when these hit reels in December. I can't wait. You'll be like, oh, you'll be like, remember that episode? <laughs> we were cutting edge. Oh my gosh, it's on Instagram now. Um, So let's take a break. Okay. Were you watching pimple popping videos on the break? No. Were you really? No. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. That that could be one of your base flags. <laughs> I know. For I, sure. I thought about 
about putting that on there, but I was like, boring. Yeah, but yeah, that is a beige flag that uh, you relax by watching pimple popping And videos. this just started when I started applying for grad school. <laughs> so there's some trauma. Oh, yeah. In there. Um, okay, my number one beige flag uh-huh. for me, myself, is that I may have mentioned this on air before, but every once in a while, I like to eat condensed milk from the can with a spoon. <laughs> I don't think you've mentioned that before. <laughs> it's so good. You just open the can. Yeah. And you get a spoon. Yeah. And you really scrape the sides. That's where the good stuff is. Okay. Do you eat the whole can? No. And it's been a while since I've done this. But no, I can't eat the whole can. If I eat the whole can, I would die. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. it would be delicious, but I feel like you would die. <laughs> But you could scrape the sides and then put it in the fridge for the next day or something. I don't know what even condensed milk is. Is it milk? Uh Uh-huh. How is it? And it just condenses? I think they (laughs) add sugar and, like, boil it until it's condensed. Because it's sweetened condensed milk. Fuck, it's so good. It's not evaporated milk, which is milk that's been reduced that doesn't have added sugar. That's been evaporated. Yeah, so it's a reduction of milk. Evaporating and condensing. Two different things. When I was a kid... (laughs) Other than eating melted cheese. Yeah. We, another treat that I loved. Remember how you could, I mean, you probably still can, but remember when you would buy the frozen orange juice concentrate? Oh, yeah. And you'd like slurp it out into a pitcher and add some water and stir it up? Sometimes we would just open the concentrate and just eat it with a fork like it was ice cream. Yeah. And it was very, very sour. Yeah. You know? But it was the the temperature and the texture. And I'm sure my mom would go to make orange juice in the morning and see a bunch of fork scrapes on the top <laughs> and would just be like, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, mean, I don't she's think never said Linda. those words. Mary Jo Coco. That's what I meant. <laughs> she's never said those words. <laughs> I, I challenge you, before you leave to grad school, eat a can of condensed milk. A whole one? No. Okay. Maybe that's a grad school thing, actually, because you're going to be in your tiny little apartment. With nothing to do. You'll just get it at the corner bodega. <laughs> what are bodegas called in San Francisco? Um, They're called Frisco's. No. <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> I don't know. They're probably just called like corner market, the market. I it's don't know. It's probably called Magical Little Place. Have I told you, I kind of mentioned this when we did the top five uh, things that start with SF about San Francisco. Yeah. Um, that we didn't actually do. We just did it at the beginning of an episode. Do you remember that? You've had like one and a half drinks, so no, I don't remember. You don't remember? We were going to do top five predictions for San Francisco, but they had to start with S and F. Yeah, but then we realized it was dumb. So yeah. then, at the beginning of another episode, we just like rapid fire. No, I remember our... that. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> one of mine was sorry, faggot, and what I meant by that, <laughs> because CJ and I are coming to San Francisco with you to help you get settled. Yes. We're going to fly out <laughs> for the weekend. Yeah. To help get you get settled. The reason I, and I would also like to hope and believe that over the two years you're going to be there, three years, how long is this program? That I will come and visit several times. Yeah. It's not an expensive flight. Right. I love San Francisco. Uh Uh-huh. I'll sleep on your floor. I'll have condensed milk. But here's my goal. Okay. To not ever once interact with a gay person or go to a gay bar. Oh, yeah. You don't want to do any gay stuff. No, no. In the capital of gayness. I don't want to go to the Castro. I don't want to go to a drag queen show or a karaoke. What, what's scary about it? Let's dig in. Everything. Everything. What? 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 I don't know. I'll talk to my therapist about Please it. Please do. You what won't. If, I won't. <laughs> no, we actually talk about this all the time. Oh, and? And what? What's scary about it? Yeah. What if someone like liked me? And? End of story. But. 
that's all that's the end that's the that's the horror is what if i met someone that liked me you texted or what if i met some like what if we went to a gay thing like a gay bar Uh uh-huh or a gay place or a gay uh a gay like oil change facility and someone said oil change facility like to get the oil changed on your car and someone said, um, they have, I'm sure they have those in the Castro. Oh. Super gay oil change okay. places. Yeah, Just kidding. Yeah. No one drives cars. Well, okay. Okay. Um, and yeah. s- like, what if we were in a gay space and someone was like, hey, can I message you later? Like, or like, can we, can I buy you a yeah. drink sometime? What? What? It, what then? <laughs> what then? <laughs> you say yes or no. No. <laughs> Again, this is why we cannot go to a gay bar. We cannot walk through the Castro. Oh, my God. Anyway, my number one beige flag <laughs> is not that, surprisingly. Uh, my number one beige flag. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. I keep nose hair trippers in my car. You mean clippers? Nose hair clippers, yeah. yeah in yeah. my car. And groom at stoplights. Trim my nose and ears hairs at stoplights. Why, 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 why? Why? <laughs> because. Oh, my God. The lighting is better in the car. Oh. You're like looking in the rear view mirror and you can really see it. You're like, oh, why do, what is those ears coming, those hairs coming out of my ear? Okay. And then at the next stoplight, you're just like, and you just clip those out. Oh, so it's not a plucker. No, it's like the, but like, I also would support that. Like, like what if you, like. You the light's so good you can see that errant chin hair. You could just be like yoink if you have some pliers, some tweezers in there. Like you're a Hanna Barbera cartoon <clears throat> character. Anyway, I will say that I'm woke enough that mm-hmm. I have moved the nose clippers from the glove box to like the little pocket in my driver's door. That's more woke. So that the kids won't open the glove box and be like, "What are these?" And then right. I have to be like, "Those trim my nose hairs." Right. Because that's the kind of thing that traumatizes a kid. Right. But now they're to my door. No one has to see them. I try not to do it out of the light if there's people, like, right next to me. Because okay. I don't want them to look over and see. Like, right. that was my dad. Like, you would stop at a traffic light and he would be, like, three knuckles into his nose. Stop it. Trying to get something out. Stop. And you would just be like, you know people can see you. <laughs> you know these are windows. What would you say when you said that? I don't know if we'd actually say that. Oh. But I just would be what like. Are, what would your dad have said if you were like, dad, we're at a stoplight and people can see you doing that? How would I, he have responded? Just probably laughed or whatever. And ignore and yeah, moved on. basically, yeah. Oh, okay, great. That was something we talked about in therapy well, this gl- week, too. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm glad to hear you're woke enough to put it in the side So it's like door. I'm aware enough. Right. Like I'm evolved enough to say, my kids don't need to see this. Ron DeSantis would hate that. He would. Yeah. He would, um, anyway. He'd ban it. So, yeah, I have no, so if you're ever in the car and you need to trim your nose hair, let me know. Oh, my God. I got the clippers. Fuck's sake. Can I tell one more gross nose hair story? It's not about me. Oh, man. Okay, as long as it's not about you. I used to um, work at a company that sold nose hair trimmers. Oh, I'm going to kill you. And someone came in once and was like, hey, I bought this, like, we had a one-year warranty on everything. We sold little electronic gizmos and gadgets. Someone (laughs) came in. a sharper image? I mean, kind of. Okay. Someone came in. It wasn't a sharper image, but it was a similar type store. Oh, man. Someone came in and was like, hey, I bought this nose hair trimmer and it's just stopped working. Like, I put new batteries in. It just won't turn on. And I'm like, oh, when did you buy it? We look it up. Okay, it's like within warranty, blah, blah, blah. I twist the top. No. And. I don't want to hear it. Probably. Oh, no. Four to six cups of nose hairs. Oh, oh. Came out of the lid oh. of the trimmer. Oh, 
And that is why it had ceased to work because all the little nose hair clippings were it. so impacted oh, oh God. into the trimmer. Anyway, what's your number two? We just lost seven listeners. <laughs> okay. We only have nine. My number two is almost every single day I ask my two boys that still live at home if I can pop something on their body. Oh. Knowing. That they'll say no. They'll say no. Whether right. it's something on their face or their backs. Right. Can I pop your back? Oh, I'll be like, hey, Tim, come here. Lay but down. do you really want to? Yes. <laughs> I need... Oh, yeah. We just talked about pimple popping yeah, videos. Yeah, okay. I need to help them no. work out the kinks in their back. No. And, <laughs> and get that shit out of their face. Here's, here's, what, I, here's what I've observed about Gen Z, oh. and I could be wrong. What, what? They don't pop their pimples. No. Because they know it damages their skin. Yeah. So and they just are like, what? It just happens. And they might not love pop. it, but yeah. they're like, yeah, I have a pimple. Right. And so if you tell and them to pop it, they're like, gross. That's like hurting oh. my oh skin my and okay. it's disgusting. I won't say which boy, but once I was like, so uh, if you want to get a job, this was a while ago, you're going to have to brush your teeth. Yeah. Because when you look as if you don't brush your teeth. Right. And I'm someone who brushes and flosses every day. Sure. When your teeth look like they are not taken care of. That then, says something. Then, yeah. And they, and then they, you won't get hired. Yeah. And my child's response to that was, well, then I don't want to work for those people. <laughs> God, I love Gen Z so much. <laughs> I love them. They don't gather Behold the field where I grow my fox. It is empty and barren. <laughs> Um, anyway, but like, I want to pop their back. I want to pop their knuckles. I want to. Oh, you're not. Wait, you want to pop pimples or you want to pop joints? Both. Oh, okay, okay. Both. Popping Something. joints, I'm fine with. So yeah. So uh, for a while, I was watching pet chiropractor videos. <laughs> Reels. <laughs> That's not a thing. Yes, it is. That it. I yes, mean, it, it is. No, I believe that it exists, but that is a shyster <laughs> that has taken some people's money as he's realigning their cat. You would love it. You would love it. No. He's German. He's oh. hot. He's tatted. Bald. I do I do hair. sometimes get into chiropractor TikTok. And and But it's mostly because the chiropractor leans in and, and he's like, okay, just relax. Exactly. Okay. And he says okay. that to just the get, sweet cat okay, or the get, sweet get, dog. And then he pops it. Yeah. yeah. And in, and this guy's German, so he has German accent. But like I like because it because he's, speaking he's in German, I like it because he's doing it to like a muscly guy. Oh, okay. But this is so sweet. And after he makes an adjustment and the cat or dog's eyes are like popping out of their head, he kisses them. This is not, this is not, this is not okay. So when I was watching those for a a, a season, Uh um, I would be like, it, it made my boys mad. Yeah. They were like, we better not ever hear that you're taking any of the cats to a pet chiropractor. no. And I was like, it's probably a good idea. No, it's not a good and idea. Anyway, and so one day I was sitting in bed and I don't know what I was watching. I was watching regular chiropractor, pet chiropractor, or blackhead extractions, one of the three. Right. And and my son Timothy, who always likes to come to the door and just chat with me, I'm like, hey, come see this. And he goes, if it's anything of anything popping, <laughs> I don't want to see it. Whether it's a back. I don't want to see it. I was are like, you more of a pimple popper video or a blackhead extraction video? Blackhead. Okay. That's, interesting. Yeah, it's very specific. That's the sweet juice right there. Well, I don't care about that. I just want the release. Okay. I want them to get that shit out of their face. Yeah. And I'm helping by watching. You're you're paying for those channels. <laughs> My number two. It's Instagram, so it's free. Is um. Yeah. 
I have a parasocial relationship. Par- okay, parasocial, meaning uh, you're obsessed. Will you Google that and see if I meant, used it the right way? Well, oh, yeah, that, yeah. You're obsessed with something that you don't know in real life. Is that what parasocial means? I think so. Let's okay, see. Okay, I think that would actually work. I just wanted to sound smart. I have a paras- parasocial relationship with sunscreen. Tell us more. I always have sunscreen. It's in my car. I put it on and that's it? sometimes multiple times a day. Oh. If I am going to be in the sun, I will apply sunscreen probably every 20 minutes. Reapply. Reapply. Okay, because? Because I don't want to get a sunburn. Oh. One time I was with a friend and we were at a pool. And at one point she said, stop. <laughs> the sunscreen is literally not absorbing into your skin anymore. She's like, you're good. Was this your work friend? No. Oh. I don't know where this came from, except that when I was a young teen, <clears throat> I, went to st- I went to visit my cousins who lived in Arizona. I feel like, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I feel like we stayed there for like a month. Like okay. me and my brothers went and stayed at my aunt's house for like a month. How many brothers is that? Just my me and the two younger than me, because we oh. had cousins in this family that were kind okay. of our same age. Oh, okay, okay. So we went to their house in Arizona. Uh-huh. The very first day, me and my cousin, who was my age, went out and played in the pool for nine hours. Oh. Did not put a drop of sunscreen on. And? That night, we were both like, whoo, we're a little red. Ha, ha, ha. The next morning, my entire back was covered in giant blisters. blisters. Yeah, yep. Like, I would go to sleep at night with it. My aunt would give me, like, a clean white T-shirt. I would go to sleep at night with the T-shirt on. I would wake up in the morning, and I would have to peel the T-shirt from my body from all the blisters that had popped. Oh, God. So maybe I have a little bit of trauma from that. But I, I like, if I'm with my children, we're outside, I'm like, you got to put on sunscreen. You got to put on sunscreen. Yeah. Because, because I'm so mad if I get a sunburn because it's totally avoidable. Yeah. And they're so annoying. It's avoidable. One time, I feel like I've probably told this story before, but, you know, that's kind of a theme on the podcast. <laughs> One time, I it was Pride. I was at the Utah Pride Festival, which in Utah is like in a park <clears throat> and you have to pay to get in. It's kind of a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, I was walking around. You know, there's little booths and vendors and whatever you art have to exhibits. Pay to get in yeah, it's really to dumb. Pay for food and pay for where vendors. Mer- yeah, merchandise. Um, and this random girl walked up to me and she said, "This is going to sound really weird." And I was like, oh, "Okay, like we're at Pride. Like, uh-huh. let, well, let your right. freak flags fly." <laughs> she goes, "This is going to sound really weird, but you look like the kind of person that has sunscreen with you. Can I borrow some?" Oh. <laughs> And I was like, I've got an aerosol spray. This is an SPF 30. I have an SPF 50. I have an SPF 75 stick for your face if you prefer something like that. I have an SPF 50 for your face. It's a lotion, but it absorbs very quickly. I pulled Stop. 19 kinds of sunscreen out of my bag. Spectrum, yeah. mineral. I, yep. I was like, I, yeah, I have a mineral if you don't want something chemical. Like, I had them all. Oh, my God. And she applied her sunscreen and went about her merry way. I have and never noticed this about you. I don't know what it is about me that said I look like... Like someone who'd have sunscreen. Maybe it's my pasty white skin. Because I also have skin that does not... I mean, you also were in this boat as a redhead. Yeah. My skin does not ever get tan. Like, I can go to Hawaii for a week and I'll come home as bright white as I am right now. Like, not a drop of tan. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. She was like, you look like someone who has sunscreen. So, parasocial. Okay. Let's see if I used it right. Of or relating to the connection or imagined connection... Okay. Between a regular person and a fictional character. I mean, it kind of works. <laughs> Me and sunscreen. <laughs> Mr. 
sunscreen. My, but genuinely, that moment when I was with my friend at the pool and she was like, stop. It's not absorbing into your skin anymore. Because it really wasn't. I was just like rubbing my arm and it was just like white lotion just circling right. and circling. Right. It wasn't absorbing. She was like, you need to stop. Anyway. Incredible. Should we take a break or keep going? Let's take a break. I'll heat up the queso. Queso. Hey, we're back, and that's okay. I knew you were going to say that! No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Shut your lying no, mouth. I was waiting for you to say, and we're back, and I was going to go, and that's okay. <laughs> you Wait a minute. Seriously. We're so in sync. And yeah. now you're moving away, and we'll never record again. I know. Just kidding. That's not the plan. I know. We're working on it. I meant just kidding to, <clears throat> to the GLs, to the, the gentle the, listeners. Right, right. All right, what's your number three base flag? Um, let's see. I assume that every white man with a short haircut is a Republican. Same. Is that yep. a base flag? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's a white man with a short haircut is a Republican until he proves me otherwise. I, I mean, I think like living in Utah, that's a pretty safe assumption. <laughs> you know, like most of the men, like a vast majority of the men who live in the state are Republicans. Right. And especially men who are sort of clean cut, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a safe assumption. But then... Then, if I'm interacting with this man with the short hair, and he's white, and he's nice to me, uh-huh. I think, well, maybe he's not. That's because you want to fuck a Republican. And th- no. <laughs> I did that. You, you already did that. Um, <clears throat> Remember then, that? No. That was a journey. I know. Anyway. Anyway. Um, and then... If a, if he's really nice to me, I just assume he wants to fuck me. Those really long pauses, just so you know, are really good for a podcast. I think that it's it just keeps the builds drama, builds drama, engaged. Because um, you work at a bar, so yeah. you work you meet a lot of white men. Oh yeah. Um. Oh man. What if you meet a bald man? What's your first assumption there? Republican? Oh or yeah. Not? Really? Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because he lost his hair because of his love for the patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> His addiction to the patriarchy. (laughs) There's another line in the Barbie movie, to take it back, Mm -hmm. where Ken says, and I don't want to spoil anything, so skip ahead 10 seconds if you don't want to hear this. He said, I learned about patriarchy, which is where men and horses are in charge of everything. (laughs) And I thought, yeah, that's that's true. Um, So anyway, yeah, so I have a really hard time... I guess what this comes down to, if we want to get um, deep, if we want to get um, psychological, is that I just don't trust men. Right. And maybe maybe I hate them. Yeah. Imagine being attracted to them. I mean, you are. I am, and that's crazy. The grossest. And like, we've all seen this meme or tweet or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. The fact that I can have all these thoughts and feelings about men and still want to fuck them proves that sexuality is not a choice. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, never mind, I'm not going to say that. I was about to say something that then tomorrow morning I would say, I would wake up and go, did I say that on the podcast? Oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Okay. What's your next one? My, sorry, because we're such technical wizards, I accidentally stopped the recording. Okay, so my number three is... I view my cat's relationship through a compet lens. 
and place a comp hat. Remember when we learned that term? It means compulsive heterosexuality. Oh! Like, Ah. so I have two cats. One is a quote-unquote girl. One is a quote-unquote boy. They both, of course, had their bits cut off when they were, like, babies. Right, right. So they're really, like, eunuchs. Right. You know, they don't don't actually have a gender. Right. But my boy cat is a little bit more aggressive. And sometimes he will, like, you know, kind of be playing with the girl cat and then he'll get kind of aggressive and then he'll, like, kind of bite her and then she'll hiss and meow and run away. Right, And I am always, like... You get your patriarchal bullshit out of here. <laughs> I often put him in timeout where I just hold him and I'm like, you're in timeout. <laughs> but that timeout is really about me trying to reinforce that his patriarchal nonsense is not going to fly uh-huh. in this house. Unacceptable. He doesn't have balls. <laughs> also, literally, he's a cat. <laughs> also, he's never developed sexually because we cut his balls off when he was a baby. So he is not a man. Yeah. You know, like he might have male chromosomes, I guess. Maybe, maybe, maybe. He doesn't have a penis. No. I don't know what cats have. A cloaca? I don't know. (laughs) Isn't that what birds have? A cloaca? That's what Ken has. No, I think birds have a cloaca and it's just one hole that does like peeing and pooping and sex all in one. What? Google it. Anyway, Google's free. Google's free. Google's free. Okay. So I, I definitely like manage the relationship of my two cats to each other based on my need to support femininity, sisterhood, <laughs> right, right. sovereignty of the woman. <laughs> sovereignty um, of the Kawanga. Of the woman, Kloaka. Oh. And that's kind of a beige flag because they are not boys or girls. <laughs> right, right. They are cats. Right. Cats with so, no genitals. Right. Okay. Would you do that if you had a male dog and a male cat or a female dog? I think so. Yeah. Because yeah. like I definitely view her as very girl. Like I assign a lot of like quote unquote female or feminine characteristics mm-hmm. to this cat. Yeah. Okay. And I assign mm-hmm. a lot of like quote unquote male characteristics to the other cat. And if you had two male cats and they went at each other, you just let it happen. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, boys will be boys. boys will- oh my God. How problematic are you? I know. But like my boy cat is like a little bit dumber, a little bit lazier. And I'm like typical, typical man. And when you hold him in a timeout. Yeah. That's you really addressing your internalized patriarchy. It is. God he'll, bless you. He'll just like, he'll kind of stand up and try to move and I'll be like, nope, you're in a timeout. We need, we don't you know attack what? women. Ron DeSantis would Stop. hate you. <laughs> he would. Because he, you're doing the work. He would. You know what's funny about Ron DeSantis? Oh, no. He's always walking around a little kitten heel. <laughs> Because he wears a cowboy boot. Right, Get right. the fuck over yourself, I sir. I know. Anyway, so that's my beige flag, is that I view my cats through a comp pet uh, lens and enforce gender norms and the destruction of patriarchy on them. Right. And they are cats. Right. It's like you go from start to finish. I do. With, a, with your cats. Okay. <laughs> I don't my, know what any of that means. My number four. Okay. Is I smell things. That that is problematic. In in the grocery oh. store. Okay. And I found out recently that okay, so I I, I went uh on a little uh road trip with my with my daughter and uh just like an hour away. Yeah. Um so we could swim. And <laughs> so confused by this road trip. 
Where'd you go, Payson? Uh, no, it was like past Ogden. Oh, it north. was like a lake where we could swim with her dog. Okay, and um. On the way there, I was like, is there anything that I do that just makes you want to, like, jump out of the oh, car? I, I do not want to ask my adult children this question. And she said, yeah, when you smell coffee in the grocery store. Oh, okay. And then I realized that I do that also with candles in the grocery store. Well, duh. Yeah. Of course, you're supposed to do that. But it's the way that I smell the coffee oh, okay, and the tell candles. Us more. So I, I don't know why I struggle to get smells to register to my brain. So when okay. I smell things, I go... <sighs> <sighs> yeah, that's bad. And it was like five or six years ago, the same daughter was in the store with me and I'm smelling a bag of coffee and she goes, do you realize that you're just like crazy? <laughs> you're like on another level crazy as yeah. a person. Yeah. And I said, all the time or just when I smell coffee? And she's like, well, especially when you smell coffee. Like if I saw that quote, that woman, quote unquote, <laughs> She's store yes. holding up the bag of Labarba and yes. being like, <laughs> I would be like, uh, crazy lady. Can I give you a little candle smelling tip? Yeah. Take the lid off, smell the lid. Because all that scent's been just rising up to that lid. And it's all right for there. Eight hours while that lid's been sitting on it. Rise smell up. Smell the lid. That's where the scent is. Oh, smell the lid. Oh, God. Put that on a t shirt, a hot drinks t shirt. I really, I have, I, I really do want to make a hot drinks t-shirt that says, <laughs> luckily I had a portable board and then it has a drawing of a shark, of a mini charcuterie board. Cause that's one of my favorites. Anyway. I want one that says, it's fine. She's healed. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't either. Okay, great. Uh, my number four. Four. Quattro. How do you say four in, in Italian? Quattro. Love it. Um, What's Italian for day? Uh, giorno, like oh. buongiorno. Oh, okay. Like bonjour in French. I thought you were anyway. going to help me with a crossword clue, but you did not. It could also be D, D-I. Okay. Like some parts of Italy, they'll say buon di, which means like good day. Oh, buon di. Buon di. But not everywhere. That's more northern Italian. Anyway, right, okay. Here's my number four be- be- beige flag. And I really wonder if other people do this too. Sometimes I prefer arty... Art, artsy nudity to porn. So let me let me explain. Erotica. N- no, not even I'm gonna really. let you no, explain. No, yeah, let me explain. Okay. So there is a TV show that used to be on HBO and now it's on Stars called Minx, M-I-N-X. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, and it's about a woman that wants to start a feminist magazine, but of course, it's this is like in the 70s, but of course no one will support her. Yeah. And the only way she can find a way to publish her sort of feminist <clears throat> articles and stories is by making a magazine that features a bunch of photographs of naked men. So in the show, there's a lot of naked men and a lot of penises. Oh my God. Dozens of penises. <gasps> and I was saying to Tisha, because it was on HBO and then HBO canceled it, but then Stars picked it up. Okay. And I was saying <clears throat> to Tisha, well, I guess I have to pay for <clears throat> Stars, stars <now. laughs> because I want to watch Minks. And I do genuinely <laughs> like the show, but I also really enjoy a lot of penises. Right, of course. And Tisha was like, you know porn is free. Or another example, I don't know if you know this, but Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime Video features a lot of queer movies, like foreign films that are gay or whatever. Okay. Sometimes, rather than just Google some porn, I'll like watch these movies and like fast forward to the parts where I see a penis. I love it. 
What? But that's such a waste of time. I could just Google a penis and we, it would be right there. Well, you could, but I think you want to see it in all kinds of contexts. I mean, I may be, but yeah, like that's a little bit of a beige flag, right? Like I want to see penises, but sometimes I want to see like artful penises. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I also want it to be sexy. Okay. But maybe not erotic or porny. You also said the other day, I really want, I don't want a boyfriend. I just want someone to regularly touch my body. Yes. And that was going to be one of my beige flags is that I would sell it all for a back rub. <laughs> like if there was an app akin to Grinder, where I could go on and instead of being like, hey, daddy, come fill this hole. I could go on and be like, hey, daddy, come rub these shoulders. Uh-huh. And some, ha- some handsome man would show up yeah. and rub my shoulders for like 25 minutes and yeah. then leave. Yeah. I would pay money for that. And then app. would you go to the Castro? No, God, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We need so, to do an episode of the top five things that would get you to go to the Castro. I don't there, even know what the Castro is. There are zero things. <laughs> oh, my God. So that would be a boring episode. Anyway, so that's a beige flag that like. Okay. I like to look at penises, but sometimes I don't want to look at porn penises. I want to look at regular penises. I feel the same way. Okay, okay. So this is not weird. No. I've often wondered, like, is this weird? Like, this is such a waste of time. Yeah. I'm spending, like, 30 minutes fast-forwarding through a two-hour movie (laughs) to get to the two scenes where the two guys argue and wrestle a little bit in the shower, and you can see one of their penises flopping around. Yeah. Like, I could just Google floppy penis, and it'd be right there. Right, but it's about the journey and then receiving... It's about the journey. It's about the journey. And, and we're getting to the destination. Um, so, yeah, that's my number four base number flag. Number four. Where are you? Number That's five. why, I've said this many times, but that's why if you are a middle-aged woman listening to this, and we know that you are, <laughs> all of you, I would like to see your husband's naked if they consent to that. Yeah. Because I just like looking at the penises. So This is something I'll regret so tomorrow. So, at my going away party, I'm not planning on having sex at the party. Great, great. Let's establish that. I am hoping to see some penises. So we really should figure out how to come. God, I it sounds so great. Yeah. But a bunch of straight penises. Yeah. I I also have a little bit of a goal that I gotta stop flirting with straight guys. I have I have had that goal before. I'm reinforcing that goal. (laughs) They're the only people that I flirt with. Have you talked to your therapist about that? God oh no. No. (laughs) God! Here's the thing about here's the thing about my therapist. Oh, who I love. Okay. <clears throat> we are not talking about sex. Like, I just think he is not the therapist to talk about sex with. Because he's a straight man. Kind of. Like, I just don't think that that's... Like, so for example, I'm doing EMDR therapy, which is where you <clears throat> kind of revisit childhood memories and you do these lights and sounds. It sounds like witchcraft, but it's actually backed by science. Right. To try to help you kind of rewire your rewire your brain and last week we were processing a memory that involved someone walking in on me while i was looking at gay porn Mm -hmm. and when he and 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 he collected all the memories at the beginning like it was like tell me about a time that you you know blah blah tell so he has this big list of memories that we're processing through and this is just the one that came up okay and when he relayed to me like okay the next memory is about he said gay material not gay porn okay so we're not talking about sex okay like i just I don't think he's. A, I just don't think that's his jam. He's not a sex therapist. Have you just you just assume that? Oh yeah, I've one hundred percent made this up in my head. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, great. 
Well, I'll find a sex therapist eventually, but it's not this or guy. Or just talk to your therapist about sex. No, I'm going to find a separate one. <laughs> oh my God! And then I'm going to find a money therapist to talk to about money. Money. Because Is that you a won't, thing? Because you won't talk to your regular oh God, therapist no. about no, money. No, 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 no. Too embarrassing. Because you... Oh, I thought you said it was too boring. <laughs> also too boring. <laughs> what am I going to be like? I don't have enough money. And he's going to be like, yeah, you should get more money. <laughs> and I'll be like... I feel like shit when I don't have enough money. And he'll be like, yeah, that's really Makes hard. Sense. You should make some more money. <laughs> that's so boring. Oh we don't want to have that God. conversation. All right. Uh, what's your number five? I'm so frustrated with you. Okay, my number five is... <clears throat> I let my cats go outside. Yeah. Because I want them to have an adventure. And I like the two of our... We each had a beige flag about our cats. <laughs> Our relationship to our cats. Oh, my God. And, you know, when we would do that with cats who we just got, that mm-hmm. we just got, like, yeah. the, not, maybe, not kittens, because we wouldn't let the kittens outside. Yeah. But, but like, just like we'd moved in a new place, and, you know, my kids would be like, it's too soon. It's too soon to let them out. Like, or no, don't let them out. They're not used to that. Like, I am like, you know what? They're wild animals. Maybe they just want to go on walkabout. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll go outside and not come back. And you know what? That's okay. Oh, see, I, I'm not okay but with that's that. What, but, but that's why beige but flag. I, no, I get it. I get because it. Because they choose it. I get it. I want my cats to choose their life experience. <laughs> so they get to go outside. And if they scratch at the door, I let them in. If they don't scratch at the door. They've chosen a different path. They're on walkabout. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's very evolved. Because I want them to live, how did the Mormons say it? To the full measure of their creation. Of their creation. I said that earlier about Barbie. Did you? I did. Oh. Um, Do your cats bring dead animals into your house? Yes. Okay. Birds. And then the one that, uh, uh, there's one that I used to have that ran away. Okay. On a walkabout. On a walkabout. She's on walkabout. Her name was Mariah Carey. (laughs) And she brought me big. Fat giant mice the oh, size geez. of my shoes. Jesus, Mariah. Right, Jesus. right to my bedside. Here's that's love. Put a bell. Put a bell on those cats. Put a collar. Oh with yeah, a bell. you told me to do that. Because then they can't hunt. Well, see, but that, you want I them to fulfill. Yeah, you want them to live the measure of their creation. Full measure. Okay. Get those birds. I support it. I so my cats in my previous home were outside cats because I was going to say your previous life. No, my previous home. Same cats you have now. Previous home. Previous home, but I also had a dog, so I had a dog door. Yeah. For the dog to be able to go out and use the bathroom, so the cats could just leave when they wanted. <clears throat> right. So they very much were outside cats. Yeah. I kind of loved it because I literally didn't ever have to like change a litter box because they would just always go to the bathroom. Yeah. Outside. Fantastic. And they had bell collars, so they never killed things and brought them home. Yeah. Yeah. And now I live in a townhouse, and so, like, the door into the house is on a different floor, so uh-huh. I would not hear them scratching at that door. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, there's just not an easy way for them to enter or exit the home. Uh-huh. And I have a couple neighbors, because, like, basically in this townhouse complex, the ground floor is just your garage and kind of the empty, the entry, and then your living room and kitchen are on the first floor, and the bedrooms are on the second floor. I do have a couple neighbors that, like, leave their garage open, like, six inches, oh. so their cat can kind of come and go. Right. I just don't know <clears throat> if I'm ready for that. Okay. Also, where I live, I kind of live by a bunch of busy streets, that, but... There's a lot of cars. But I feel guilty, because they used to be outside cats. They could roam free and wild, yeah. and now they're just trapped in this house. Yeah. And then we just go sit out on the balcony. Yeah. And if my one cat, who's a boy, therefore more adventurous... <laughs> 
as prescribed by male characteristics. <laughs> well, if he jumps up on the railing of the balcony, I'm like, nah, 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 yeah. and I get him down. So right. anyway. I mean, this is, you know, I think that owners and, and pets are, are reflections of each other. You don't live to the full measure of your no, creation. That's so true. And so you don't want your cats to either. Remember when I had a dog that was scared of everything <laughs> and I was also scared of everything? Mm. That was interesting. Mm. Okay, so my number five, yeah. my number five beige flag. So, you know, I'm a gamer. I love to play a video game. Oh, I was just hearing gay and then mer. Well, you can't. Sometimes, I'm a gay mer. Sometimes people say it that way on the internet. Oh. Like if they're a gay person that plays video games. Oh, I love I that. love a video game. That's inclusive. But what I really love is a video game where I can be a little bit of a slut, even if it's implied. Okay. So, <clears throat> so for example. Yes. So I like, I love an <clears throat> RPG or an adventure game. RPG? I, role-playing game. Oh, okay. I always create the most handsome man I can imagine. Mm-hmm. And then I try to have, make him have sex with other men. <laughs> Even if it's implied. Because some video games you can have sex. Some it's implied. So I play one game card called Stardew Valley. Which is where you're just a farmer and you grow crops. <gasps> but I go around and try to meet all the cute men in town and bring them gifts so they fall in love with me. That's fantastic! Yeah. That's a game? Yeah, Stardew Valley. And you just try to get some people to fall in love with you. Kind of. Well, and you grow crops. You have, you're a farmer. Oh. You grow different crops each season. And you, you share sell your them. crops? Yeah, you go to town and you sell them. Okay. You use the money to like, then you get animals. This I have, is the gayest I have cattle. thing you've ever I have, I, I have goats. I make goat cheese and then I give it to the men. You, and I'm like, hey, I brought you some goat cheese. It's from I my own goats. give it to the men? It's because I want to marry them. Ah! Right now I'm playing a game called Tears of the Kingdom, which is a Legend of Zelda game. Okay. One of the things in Legend of Zelda, or in Tears of the Kingdom, <coughs> is that there are a lot of different armor sets that you can collect. And the different armor sets have different, you know, bonuses. Like, this one makes you run faster. This one makes you swim faster. This one makes you fireproof. Like, whatever. Some of the armor sets are real slutty. Oh. And I, I, I approve. And like they accentuate like no, the package? It's, no, 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 no. Because it's not that kind of game. But it's like, like, so in this game, there's these like caves underground you have to explore. And you can find the minor armor set where you wear, where your clothing has like lamps attached to it. So that like you can glow in the dark when you're running around this cave. Oh, okay. Well, the minor, <clears throat> so, and all of your armor is three pieces. Your, you know, your leggings, your bottoms, your shirt and your helmet uh-huh. the minor tunic the mm-hmm. minor you know top is basically like bdsm gear with some lamps attached amazing and i love it all right so in that game there's no sex okay it's very chaste okay but i like to dress like a little slut <laughs> you're so beige and right i like now. to and there's like a guy that helps you he's a he's kind of a giant fish man <laughs> but i think he has a crush on you stop it so I like to wear slutty clothes when I go talk to the fish man. Oh, my God. Do you have anyway. a costume change for the fish man? Oh, I, ch- I change clothes every five oh seconds in that game. Oh, my God. And, and my whole goal in the game is to collect all the different clothes I can. There's a really great part where you go to this one town where there's this lady who has started a fashion line based around mushrooms. And if you complete a bunch of quests for her, she gives you a slutty little hat with mushrooms on it and a cute pink bang. <laughs> a slutty little hat with a cute pink bang. And I wear that all the time. Because <laughs> I look slutty. Anyway, if I'm playing a game and I can't be a slut, in parentheses, implied. Yeah. Because some games you actually can, some, ga- some games it's just in my head. Yeah. I don't want to play that. 
Just want to play a game where I can be a little gay slut. And now, folks, we know why he seals up the house <laughs> and what he's doing. Before you leave tonight, I'm going to show you. No, so, what what was the first one with the farming? It's called Stardew Valley. Stardew? S-T-A-R-D-E-W. Stardew Valley? Yeah. Is there sex in that game? No, God, no. Um, it's super cartoony. But you can marry someone. You can, like, get married. And you can marry a like man. A sexless marriage. Well, right. It doesn't show the sex on screen. Oh. But you can get married. Are there, After presenting a lot of goat are cheese. Are there video games that have that are, like, pornish? Yeah, but they're always... It's always in the male gaze. What did you say about the cheese? You, like, bring the man the goat cheese yeah. and then enough times and then he marries you. <laughs> no, so, for example, there's a video game called The Witcher that people have probably heard of. Yeah. Because... Um, Henry Cavill made a Netflix show about The Witcher because he loves The Witcher. It's so bad. But in The Witcher, there actually is a lot of sex, but it's um, it's lots of titties and lots of like ladies riding men with like their titties bouncing. You never see the man's. I don't even think you see his ass. So it's very male gazy. But there was a game that I played called um, Assassin's Creed. Okay. Where I was a short little cute Viking with a tight bod, and I would go out and do missions, and then I would come back to a little town, and I had a boyfriend, and he was a baker, and we'd fuck. I hate you! This is real. And in this game, you actually would. I would come back to town, we'd fuck, then I'd go out and do some more missions. And then I'd come back and we'd fuck again. Yes. Oh my god! It doesn't really. They never really show anything. So what do they show? How do you know you? It usually kind of cuts away. Like you'll talk about it and then it kind of cuts away. Does it get romantic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you. And in this game, in Assassin's Creed, there's a little like message that pops up on the screen when you start that basically says Assassin's Creed is made by a bunch of people from a bunch of different backgrounds. So like you can play as a man, you can play as a woman, you can play as someone non-binary, and then you can have sex with. Whoever you want. Whoever Men, you want. women, whatever. Like, you get to choose. Bakers. And it, Yeah, but I had a little boyfriend in town. He was yeah. a baker. And then you go do more missions. I'd be like, I'm going to go. I got to go uh, take my boat down and attack these monks <laughs> that have taken over this castle. Yeah. And then I come back and we fuck. And you fuck. And then he gives you a cinnamon roll. <laughs> and then you're like. Right. And you're like, I got to. Sorry to I'm eat like, and this run. is delicious. But I got to go uh, kill the demons <laughs> that are in that cave. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, I love video games. Love, love, love. <laughs> But if I can't be a little bit of a slut, parentheses then implied, what's the point? I don't want to play. Yeah. Yeah. If I am reading a book and there's not a giant cock, I don't want to. What's the point of me reading like, it? Like there was another, there was a video game I played that was Star Wars, Star Wars themed, and there's no sex in that because it's Star Wars. Okay. But I could dress like a slut, and that's all I need. Okay. I just need my handsome character to run around looking like a slut. Anyway. Right. Right. There's a video game coming out next month. Actually, it's already out for PC, but it comes to PlayStation 5 next month called okay. Baldur's Gate that is based on D&D. This <laughs> podcast has gotten so boring. Baldur's Gate. Yes. <clears throat> and they were showing at some like fan convention, like a Comic-Con kind of thing, they were showing clips of the game. Like There was a clip where a guy was talking to another guy, and then the other guy turned into a bear and then fucked the first guy. <laughs> So I'm eagerly awaiting that one. Eagerly awaiting that one. Oh my god! Eagerly. Anyway, all right. Uh, well, that's hot is, drinks. This is it. This is the end of the episode. This is how our episodes go. Yeah, it's we true. say five things each, and then we end it. We do. Yeah. Um, we. If you'd like to support us, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/hotdrinks, and yeah. you can give us money. Yeah. Very soon, we will be making some announcements about some changes to the Patreon. Because we recognize that some of you are not 
getting the perks that you signed up for. Right. But also, we would love for you to continue supporting us. Yes, please. We'll talk about it more soon. But if we're going to make some <clears throat> official changes. Yes. So you know what to expect. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Brother Coffee. And I'm Latter-day Twaint. And this has been a slutty little video game. I'm going to have a master's degree soon.